Secret Tickle Time! You are listening to Aftershock with Steve Grillo, the only podcast that induces chronic mental diarrhea. Howdy ho, motherfuckers. It's Steve Grillo and another episode of Aftershock XL. I am very happy to be here today for so many different reasons, other than the people that I have in the studio. Um, I just want to be uh, absolutely outright and thankful for everybody that's been sponsoring this show because uh, we do have another new sponsor, and that sponsor is my company, Brightshot, um, which is some. It's really hard to explain how amazing Brightshot is because they are one of the leading lighting companies in the entertainment business. And they are—they jumped on. There's going to be a special Bright Shot giveaway at the end of the show, so you actually—you have to listen to the whole thing. So there's going to be a Bright Shot giveaway. Uh, you know, in, in the F Sharp Tax Management Group, they are—it's tax season, people. And they, they my accountant and the, the F Sharp Tax Management Group have been nothing but great to me. They've done—they're like magicians. They—they they are within the law, and they—they they will make sure that you find. The proper way to get your taxes done without paying if you, you know, they're going to get you the most money back. F-Sharp, ta- F-sharp Tax Management, um, if you, uh, Richard Prin- uh, Richard at Prinzy.com, Versteiner Beer, again, one of the best beers ever. The, the, I've got the two new uh, companies are now sponsoring with the Versteiner and the DCL firm. If you need money back from somebody that's not giving you their money, the DCL firm, they're going to get your money back. So now here we are. We're in the studio. I just wanted to get that out of the way because I'm really honored and privileged to have these people sponsor this show. Yay. Yay. Um, so in the studio today, I, another reason why I'm very lucky and happy is because I got two gorgeous women in here. Woo! Woo. Uh, we got Miss <laughs> Jenny Boom. Hello, hello. Yeah, Jenny, uh, it's her first time on the show. It is. Yeah. Part of my voice, it's a little horse. It's a little horse? Like what? Like one to of those, match my face. One of those midget horses that, like you know, that people use to be like <laughs> blind people use. Uh, yeah. Or you see in like the circus. No, Jenny Clyde is Dale. a very talented musician. We're gonna be hearing her song uh, a little later in the show, and um, then I got uh, Miss Maya. Hello, say hello. Hi, hello, everybody. Miss Maya is a swinger, and she's on here to talk about her extremely interesting lifestyle, which I just really, I'm sorry, Maya, but I just, I have a problem with a bunch of naked guys in the room. You do? Yeah. You're one of those. Like, if, if it was me and you You're a and shrinker. Jenny, I'd be, like, totally happy. And, you know, but, I like, I don't even want my own dick in the room, you know? It's just <laughs> something that I do. And, uh, Maya's on the show because she wants to promote her swinging lifestyle. And uh, her company, you have a swinging company? What's your story? Like, yeah. Seriously, tell me, because I don't understand this. So I'm starting a new company. Um, I'm an event designer. Uh, What's an event designer? Because so I, I, I don't even know what that is. create design and produce luxury events. So all those fabulous parties that you see on TV, on MTV and all the celebrity events and all those magical weddings and like like sweet red 16s. carpet scenes. No, like uh like my sweet 16 on MTV, like outrageous I can't parties. I shows like that. It angers me to my core. Those are my like clients. My, my oh sweet my 16, like <laughs> anything that's on MTV now, like I remember like that was you know sometimes like when you turn the TV on and there's that first channel you go to. Mm-hmm. Like, when I first got cable and stuff, like it was always MTV. Was M- the first channel? MTV was like, no, it was the first channel. 
MTV was like, you turn the TV on, like you go to MTV right away. <laughs> right. Because you catch a good video, whatever. It was just like MTV. And now, How many channels were on TV back then? Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> when he still had to get up when, when to change MTV? the channel. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> when I was a kid, I was the remote control. Exactly. <laughs> Remember the box with the, oh, no. uh, we, you know, we, the we cable box? Oh, with yeah. the... It's funny because like, as a kid, you know, like we had two, four, five, seven, nine, eleven, thirteen. And then every once in a while, if you were able to get the UFC channel, you get Uncle Floyd or something. <laughs> like it was like this, you know, so. And then. Growing up, like my parents, not that they were cheap, but they were just smart with their money. So we didn't have anything extravagant. Like there was that one, you know, then HBO came around. And you, everybody, if you had HBO, you could see it from your roof. You had yeah. that special thing. And you'd be like, oh, shit, they got HBO. They must have money. You know, like <laughs> yeah. it was it was a thing. So then, then cables started coming around. And my dad, who's Mr. Straight Laced, doesn't break a fucking law. You know, it, it doesn't say much. All of a sudden, we get cable, and my dad gets a black box. <laughs> Wait, the black boxes were what? You steal it? Was, it, was, it, was it was like stealing cable. Yeah, it, was like, yeah, cable. It, was like un, it was broken cable, where you got oh. everything. Oh. Everything. Is that when you started seeing without was the scrambled? snow? No, that's that's when the, you know they, they they had the Spice Channel or something. It was just like you was know, it scrambled though? Do you remember no, watching Porky's? Oh, yeah. Do you remember watching Porky's like with the snow, like through, oh, no. through the scramble? Like, oh, I think I see a boob. <laughs> yeah. No, I, 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 yeah. no. I remember. I remember. Uh, we were at my friend. My friend's parents. I was. My friend's was Chinese, and his parents owned a laundromat, so his parents were never home, and he had extra. He had like unlimited money. And where he somehow somehow or another we got like a porno on, and just as the porno comes on, and we're all there's like five kids like at ten years old, what ready to watch a porno? Yeah. And then my friend's mother starts pounding on the door, and they, was this your first porno? Yeah. No. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Was, but no, it wasn't because we didn't even get a chance to see much because uh-huh. my friend's mother somehow or another heard like somebody like I guess somebody wasn't allowed in, and they went and told his mother. Yeah. So his mother was banging on the door, and then all of a sudden, my mother's banging on the door. It was just a really big letdown. Oh <laughs> I remember the first porno I ever saw. I was, I don't know, I probably had to be 10 or 11. And I was at this girl that I, she was on my gymnastics team, and her dad was like a single dad. So I got, I went over to her house once, and her father wasn't there. So somehow, my parents dropped us off, but they always wanted to talk to the parents, you know? Yeah. But he ended up, after my mom, he ended up leaving and like left us at the house. So we're like snooping through her dad's room, and she's like, look what I found. And she had this big trunk, and she opened it. All pornos. I had never seen anything. I didn't know yeah. what sex was. I was like, what is this? And it was a Ron Jeremy tape. And I, I think it was Ron Jeremy, but I remember one of the tapes was called My Anal Valentine. And the other one, I remember the names. And the other one was Butt Busters USA. And I remember she put it in, and this is the first time I saw, I don't know which one we put in, but. It was Ron Jeremy, because then when I get older, I look back, I'm like, oh my God, that's the guy. And I just remember seeing big balls and everything, and I was like, turn it off, turn it off. Yeah. Wait, and that wait, was it. Wait, turn it back and then, on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was like, ew. I, I had, uh, so that got squashed. I remember, like, here's one, so I'm like, probably like six or seven years old. And in my bedroom growing up, there was these like, someone like, there was two giant, it was a giant closet, like two giant doors from floor to ceiling, and everything went in that closet. So mm-hmm. sometimes a closet was a fun thing to go play in. It was like, <laughs> you know, I, it was that big. So oh, I didn't realize, because there was so much shit packed in there, that there was a little red wagon. I went, I can't believe I have a little red wagon. So I start taking everything off, and as I'm taking things off, all of a sudden, there's two stacks of Playboy books <laughs> that my dad had. 
Because uh-huh. my, I was my, you know, I, I, my dad has the libido that I had. I understand why he has Playboy book. So I found my dad too. Stacks of Playboy books. So I'm like, what the fuck is this? So I take. I, I remember looking at the Playboy books. I'm like, oh my god. And I'm looking, and I went to I, by my third magazine. I'm going through, and I don't understand, you know, what's going on in between my legs because I was like, you know, you're seven years old. It's like. Yeah. You wake up and yeah. you're like, this is a you're problem. Like, what is it? So now, but I'm sexually aroused. And I knew I wasn't gay pretty much at that moment. Yeah. And, uh, you questioned it back then, though? <laughs> no, I didn't. I didn't question it, but like I knew I wasn't gay for another story. Yeah, okay. But, so, but I'm looking at it. Then all of a sudden, you know when you like feel someone's presence over your shoulder? Oh, yeah. No. <laughs> the worst feeling while looking at porn. I over and look, and my mom <gasps> is standing there with uh, her arms crossed. Wait, like, were you wanking it? No, oh, I didn't understand what wanking it was. You understand? Like okay. I just d- knew my dick was hard, but I didn't understand what to do with it. You know? So, and it's not like my balls were working, so I wasn't like, "Ow, I need to get rid of this shit." It wasn't yeah. until that first time in the shower when he realized. That no, the it wasn't in the shower. Was for I, I, to be honest with you, <laughs> the first time I ever had an orgasm was in a girl's mouth. Oh God! Wow, yeah. lucky you. Uh, yeah, no, I was, <laughs> I was, I was twelve, I was 12 and she was nineteen. <laughs> Wow. So well, technically I got raped. Do you know how many guys I know that have told me they've lost it when they were 12 with an extremely older woman? Me yeah. too. I oh. know I've heard a lot of those numerous stories. Boyfriends, yeah. friends. I didn't know what, I didn't know what like, it, I was. I was 12, she was like 20. I'm I didn't like, know what? How? I didn't know what an orgasm how? was. So, like, and who are those girls? So I don't know. I, I, I was who drunk. Are those girls? We, we were drunk on 151 pina coladas. Okay, Ooh. so Ooh. Uh, and I passed out. Wait, what are you doing? Well, it was not Don't dig into it. Was many many it was up at the campground. It was up at the campground, <laughs> oh, and okay. my friend was graduating high school, going into college. So she brought all her. Oh, so he's no longer up. seven at this point. I, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Wait, I'm going. I'm going into eighth We've grade. Aged. Okay. I'm going into eighth grade. She's graduating high school, so she brought all her friends from high school up for their last girl weekend. Okay, and this one girl just happened to thought I was cute and. After a couple of pina coladas and half a joint, I passed out. You look older. Yeah, yeah. I passed out, and I, w- I woke up with my pants around my ankles, and she was giving me a blowjob. Wow. Are you kidding? No, I'm not kidding. And that was the first time I ever had. So when oh, I had the every orgasm. Every boy's dream. Every boy's when, dream. When I had the orgasm. Or lie. I, yeah. didn't, I didn't understand what was going on. So I bit my hand so hard that I had teeth marks. He still has the scar. Yeah. Yeah. He had it now. Me too story. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, I didn't know wait, what was wait, going on. The worst thing was, why not me? The, the worst thing was that. The, yeah, why not me? Why not me? <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag why not me? <laughs> so the next morning, you know, I, I come from a big Irish family. So in the morning. There was a, like you know at least 10, 12 people having breakfast, and everybody in front of everybody. My mother goes, "Why are there teeth marks on your hand?" And I'm like, in the back of my head, I'm like, "Cause I shot a load in a girl's mouth." Ew. <laughs> but <laughs> too much I, information so, uh, yeah, for breakfast. Yeah, and I was like, uh, "Someone told a story last night, and we had to be quiet, so I had to like not laugh." So I bit my hand, and everybody's like, oh, "That eh, sounds good, all right to me." Yeah, back to pancakes. Uh, yeah, that's you good. Know. That's a good one. Uh, but so anyway, so. I'm watching. I'm looking at these Playboy books, and my mom fucking literally, as she's beating the crap out of me, is yelling at my father. I told you to get rid of these fucking Playboy books. Ah. So, so what's your first time, Maya? Like I said, we're gonna go on first times. You must have an interesting first time because I think you're pretty first time with porn or first time with first time. Well, well, let's let's go with porn first. So I have a similar story to Jenny, where it wasn't a father. It was actually one of my best friend's older brother. So she had a ton of older brothers. Uh Okay, and he had a huge stash, not only of Playboy but of Penthouse. You know, and that was like uber raunchy. 
because yeah, oh, penthouse. Yeah, that was like that's no, penthouse man, at what least about, kept the legs closed. Penthouse, penthouse, penthouse were like well, full nothing, on. Nothing, but I remember open. Playboy. Like I remember a girl trying to shove her, her like high heel in her vagina. I was like, what? What, what? is going yeah. on there? <laughs> exactly. But I remember going downstairs. He had like the basement was all set up as his apartment, mm-hmm. and uh, we went downstairs to hang out with him and his friends, and they had porn playing on the TV, just like in the background, as if that was like. Him normal back then always oh, they always had it just playing on in the background it was the most oh, it was God. the weirdest and That's, i've been to parties CD, too, like after yeah. hours parties where people just put it on and i'm like that's so not sexy. It's yeah, not. Yeah, yeah, it's not. It, it, I'm like, it's, it's like not. Guy, a, it's not erotic already, at all. Yeah, it's like turn that shit off. Guys are already <laughs> horny. They don't need any more inspiration. Right? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, like I don't need no. to see that. Exactly. So yeah, that was my first time, and then we dug through his very large database of, yeah. of VHS yeah. and uh, magazines. Yeah, I, I, the first one, uh, I think it was. Um, What's her name? She was underage. The one that got pinched in the beginning. Tracy Lord. Tracy yes. Lord. And uh, just her. I just, uh, her orgasms oh God. were uh, out of control. Like her, like her, like, I just remember her screaming. And like, I was like, oh my God, wow. <laughs> like, that's so hot. That's you so know, hot. Like, I don't know what to do with myself. You know, and this is before, like, she got outed. So it was like, you know, I had a weird friend of mine that was like, you know, found these tapes and we watched it. And it was just like, it blew my fucking mind. And uh, but so I, I can tell you the first time I knew I wasn't gay, and this is a really fun story. So the first time I knew I wasn't gay is, and everybody has something like this. So I was at my grandparents' house, and it was like New Year's Eve or something. They were babysitting me, and um, Deborah Harry was on TV, hmm. <laughs> and she was doing Heart of Glass, and she mm-hmm. had that fucking cherry red lipstick on. And she had the shirt hanging over her shoulder with no fucking bra on. And she had that pouty little fucking bitch face. And I got fucking hard. I was like four. <laughs> okay. And my dick got rock hard. And I did. I was like, there's something wrong. There's something wrong. And I was like, did I you couldn't, tell your parents? I couldn't <laughs> tell anybody. I was like, this is, it's broken. I can't tell anybody what's going on. And I put the pillow over me. How did you me. know you felt guilt over it? No, I didn't feel guilt. I just looked why at, didn't you go to your mom and say, Something's wrong. Because I, you didn't talk about your penis. <laughs> <laughs> you just don't talk it's about your penis. It's only now that we all talk it's about true. our yeah, penis. Yeah, but the kids, are, you, something's wrong with your penis. What the fuck? You don't talk about it. You know, it was like, now it, it's like dinner conversation. Yeah, like, yeah. How's, yeah. Your, you know, how's your yeah. penis are today? Are you manscaping oh. yet? Yeah. Yeah, right. <laughs> how's your penis today? Great. Can I have the gravy? <laughs> so, um, so I watched her and she, like, I looked at her and at that moment, I knew I loved women. Like, it was like, oh my God, I was infatuated after that. So cut to maybe like four or five years ago, I'm at a party and there's Deborah Harry at the bar. So I, I, I like, I had, I was compelled. To, I had to. You, so I go over to Deborah Harry and I was like, hi, can I tell you something weird? And she's like, no. Oh, great. <laughs> what? I was like, well, she said, oh, great. Oh, great. Yeah, she, oh, goes, no, great. She, she goes, oh, uh, great. She's going to she's tell like, me. I've been told this a thousand yeah. so, times. No, I go, yeah. I go, you're the reason I know I'm not gay. <laughs> and she's like, what? And I was very nice to her. I said, when you were very young and I was very young and I saw you on TV <laughs> with your cherry red lipstick and your pouty little face and the shirt hanging off and you did that sexy little thing you do. I knew at that moment I loved women. And she goes, oh, Wow. That's really nice. Thanks. You know, you're the reason I know I'm not gay. I'm going to put that in a song. I went, really? Cool. Can I buy you a drink? She goes, no. I went, all right, thanks. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> no, get out of here. Yeah, no, I'm done. Security. <laughs> yeah. 
But you know what? It was like I, she didn't expect what I was going to say, and it was such a lovely moment that when I did say it, she kind of appreciated the fact that I was the reason that she was the reason that I knew that I loved women. Right. Yeah. And after that, it, it was just I couldn't. I was obsessed to this day. <laughs> Women are great. That's I not know. To love. Well, well, that's. I'm sure you must love. Well, if you're a swinger, now explain the whole thing. So you you, you just like go and everybody just like everybody can enter you anytime. No, it's not like how that. Does, at how all. does this all work? Like it's like you're just sitting there and having sex with some guy, and then some guy could just stick it in your. No, it's just ass like and it's it, just like a regular party, but everyone. There's nothing at the like party, a regular party with a bunch of people naked. So sorry. It starts out as a regular party where everyone is interested in, in everyone. Exactly. Okay. You don't walk in naked. You walk in in something sexy and alluring. You still have to come on to people. You still have to get them interested in you. Okay. But you're fishing in a smaller bowl. Everybody there is there for the same reason. So you don't have to worry about coming on to the wrong person. So, hey, is there that one guy that comes and then nobody fucks him? Yes, single guys. <laughs> single guys have a really hard time. It's not a. It's not a very single guy friendly environment. Okay. It's really meant for couples and okay. single girls. See, I don't. I wouldn't. I don't like sharing. Like, yeah, you're the kind of guy that you know didn't like being naked in the locker room. Right? No, exactly. I, I don't like being naked in the shower. Yeah, there's <laughs> two. There's two. Ty- I find that there's two types of guys: the guys that you know can easily walk around in the locker room completely naked. They don't give a shit. Yeah. And those are the guys that can have sex in front of other guys yeah. or with other guys. I, I Even if I had a giant penis, I still wouldn't like be like naked. I, like Something about being naked really bothers me. A like, lot of guys have that. As soon as like I'm done with, like if, uh, if I'm having sex with a girl, and as soon as I'm done, I instantly put my underwear back on. Really? Too vulnerable. Yeah. I don't know. I think it's, uh, I think it's religious upbringing. You know, you've yeah. gotten so much guilt over... You know, the naked body and sexuality and the whole touching yourself, touching others, what's taboo, what's not. We're so ingrained to be embarrassed. See, like, I, you know, you know, my ex was bisexual and uh, she'd bring girls home and she enjoyed watching me with other girls and stuff like that, which was amazing. Uh, you know, it was a, a lot of fun. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's what I pictured things are supposed to be like. So, but at some point, Early on, like after it happened a couple of times, she brought she was up like, "All right, no, so no, how she, about me?" <laughs> well, she brought it up for half a second. She was like, "So, you know, uh, what about another guy?" And I was like, "To be honest with you, if I see another dick in your mouth or, or in your vagina, the next time I kiss you, I'm going to be seeing that guy's dick. Or if I go down on you, I'm going to be seeing that guy's dick." Mm-hmm. So I said, "I don't like my own dick in the room." So if, <laughs> if, if how can anyone else? If there's a trade-off, then I'm happy with just having sex with you for the rest of my life. I don't need that other girl. Oh, see, that's sweet. And I meant it. And she goes, "You know what?" But she was like, I'm "I understand that." Uh, I was like, "So, can I we be with another girl?" She goes, "Of course." You know, that's how that she was kind of cool like that. So, um, with that being said, I. Uh, I don't understand, like, that whole... See, like, I have a big debate going on with a longtime friend. And again, every time I do this show, like, all roads lead back to Restaurant Brunelli. (laughs) 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 So, uh, like, I had a debate with uh, Russ uh, about... I had just watched this porno, and it it was a two-girl-on-one-guy thing. And, you know, I came back, and I was just very philosophical at that point. And I go... "Um, so, Russ, I just watched this porno, and, you know, there's two girls and one guy, and, 
you know, she was sucking both their dicks at the same time, and their dicks were touching. Oh, and, crossing um, the and swords. Then, and then it was a double penetration scene where, you know, and then the guy's balls were slapping on the other guy's shaft, and I'm like, that's fucking gay. <laughs> and he goes, no, it's not. <laughs> and I, was, I was like, it's not. What? It, but see, to me, that it, 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 like, if I, my dick touched another guy's dick, I, I would, like, it would be instant shrivel. Um, like, I just couldn't, it just couldn't happen for me. Yeah. Yeah, um, some guys. I'm, and I'm not homophobic. No, that's no, right. I, I, I'm a, you're attracted I, to what you're attracted it, to. Yeah, and just, like, the, another penis in the room is just, I don't know. It's intimidating. I, I don't know if it's, it's not intimidating. I just don't want another guy in the room. Like, I remember, the, did you ever, the, the Well, vault. you're not a sharer. No. No, but here's the deal. If it yeah. was uh, if it was a girl and she had a strap on on and it was like uh, we were doing a double penetration thing, I wouldn't have a problem with that. How about her penetrating you? No. See? Not even a pinky, sorry. See, there. <laughs> not even a pinky. No, no, one, no one wants to go down. Not that a way. tongue, no, no, not a no, pinky. Do not. No. <laughs> Come on, no, it's, no, tre- no. it's maybe trending now. If I had now. like two colonics and you waxed it, maybe <laughs> oh. I'll let you d- throw a pinky in there. You know, I, you know, I've had girls go, do you want me to eat your ass? I'm like, you don't want to do that. I'm tr- Trust me. It's a fucking mess back there. <laughs> well, clean it up, dude. Well, it there's, is clean. There's services saying, for that. No, Look, I, I cannot I, I, picture not, you on all fours. No, like. no, no. It's funny because I... With your legs I, behind I, I, your ears. Looking over that, your the, shoulder. The, the one Get time, in there, sweetheart. The one time that anything like that happened to me, I went to a rub and tug, right? And the, the, the girl had long fucking nails. And, she, you know, she's... It's a rub and tug. So she jammed a fucking finger in my ass. I jumped off the fucking massage table. I was like, what the fuck are you doing? She's like, oh, so sorry. (laughs) I got a good story. (laughs) But I was like. No no, lube, no no, no, no dirty talk, nothing. A a fingernail that was like fucking two inches long. I was like, like, maybe a regular fucking finger would have not jumped me off the table. But the fingernail, it was like sharp. Yeah, that's not cool. (laughs) It's so funny because we're so triple X right now and then i you know i might have a, a good friend calling in with like such a sweet endearing story so this, <laughs> this show is going to go from hot to cold really quick exactly. <laughs> oh my god i remember i had a boyfriend i think i was how old was i nine no 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 i was younger either 17 <laughs> or 18 and he wanted me to try the finger in his butt so same thing i had fingernails so i remember i put my finger in his butt and when it came out Blood all oh, underneath the fingernails, oh. like it, like I scooped out his asshole, oh, and they were just looking at it. And I was like, "Oh my god!" Then I remember a few days later, he calls me and he's like, "Hey, guess what?" And I'm like, <laughs> "What?" And he's like, uh, "In the shower the other day, I." I did it myself. And I was like, did what? And he's what? like, I stuck my finger in my butt and I masturbated. I was like, okay. Uh, then he, the next time I see, came over. The first prostate. Yeah, the next time I came over, I remember we're sitting on his bed. And then he's like, hey, guess what? <laughs> I'm like, what? I like his it, voice. Yeah. 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 <laughs> he, he had a really big smile, like with big wide eyes. Like, <laughs> I bought a dildo. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it wasn't exactly. a dildo. Anal beads. And I remember looking at him and I... We didn't do them. I was like, oh, yeah, next time. Sure, sure. And I remember I ended up drink, just drinking like 12 beers and going home. And I was like, uh, never talking to you again. <laughs> Not at 17, 18. I was like, no. what? Anal beads. Exactly. No. So I, 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 I never had a girl that was like totally anal. Really kinky. No, no, like, no, like, you know, I've listened. Everybody has been with people enough. Like, okay. Sometimes, it's always been like, I never asked for it because, I, you know, it's just, 
if if you want it, you're gonna ask for it. Like you know what I'm saying, right? So I, it's not like can I stick it in your ass? So, but over the course of years, sometimes shit like that does happen. But I've never had that girl that's been like, oh, shove it in my ass. You know? Really? Yeah, you're oh. missing out. It hurts, so I hate it. It's oh. uh. Yeah. I mean, it's trending now, right? Uh, I mean, at well, the end of the day, eating ass like and having anal. Sadomasochism? Panel? Yeah. It, no, what? I don't. Listen. I, panal. I, panal. I love that. Oh, I didn't. Good. <laughs> Pornhub no. came up uh, with that. Yeah. Panal. Oh, exactly. Panal is great not, porn. Yeah, but panal. I don't understand. I, I, listen, I watch oh, a lot. Panal <laughs> is panal. I, wa- <laughs> I watch a lot of porn. He didn't, he didn't get you hot enough. He didn't lube you up enough. No way. And it's, not enough no, no. dirty well, you know, here, Here's I'm, the deal, and I know this because a friend of mine like uh, <laughs> told me about this. because It he, should not hurt. That's he, the point. It should never hurt. But I yeah. mean... No, it really but, should but never. But some of the guys the on Pornhub like, really? have ridiculously uh. large penises. And I can't believe that these girls can take that All whole thing it. right up their butt and oh, more. God. Yep. Gives me shivers. <laughs> oh, oh. So uh, my, my, here's the other thing, the trend that's going on, I think, is the fact that these younger generation, some of these girls are, quote unquote, trying to save their virginity. So they'll take it up the ass before they'll take it in their vagina. Yep. Your poop hole is not a loophole. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I want that on a T-shirt. <laughs> Fuck Magna Hats. <laughs> patent uh, pending. Oh, patent pending. Patent pending. Your poop hole is not, not a loophole. Loop that is fun. I love you, Maya. <laughs> that was good. So, uh, yeah, that, that Pornhub is just like, I can't believe. Like, I've run out. I'm waiting for Pornhub 2 to come out. Like, Pornhub I like, too. I literally you can have find gone anything you ev- want on Pornhub. I have watched them all. No, you I'm bored. There's no fucking no. way. I'm I can't believe you. how many. Like I can watch. I'm Pornhub. so bored. Like if, if you watch Pornhub for three <laughs> I get hours, bored sometimes you too. can just go through so many three different girls. Hours. I'm just saying hypothetically. This guy edges. Oh my god. I know. I would. I, I would. Pornhub have, for me, it's like I would, a minute uh, and a half. Exactly. Yeah. I just fast forward to the part that I want to watch. Me too. I fast forward. Wait. So when you go to Pornhub, what do you look up? Like, what's your thing? Yeah, like, I love gangbangs. I love anal. I love panel. I love... Um, loopholes. <laughs> <laughs> Poopholes, loopholes, yeah. loopholes. Um, I love BDSM. I what's, love... Wait, what's BDSM? So There's a lot of things that I like... see on there. What's, like, cuckold or an edging? Yeah, or what's yeah. cuckold? So cuckold is. is a guy, usually, that likes to be humiliated and or likes okay. to watch his woman... Um, with another man so uh, it's a little bit of humiliation it's a little bit of making him watch okay um, and what is it then is edging edging is just you know like masturbating for a really long time and not not coming. not letting yourself come oh yeah that's not fun guys do it for hours what hours no i just want to get it who over has with. the time who has the time right <laughs> yeah i just want I to come to and do. fall asleep yeah so um, <laughs> right, this is this is very informative. I, I enjoy what's going on here. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you, uh, so you go to these parties. You throw these parties. I throw the parties, and I go to the parties. And and what's your criteria for getting someone in this party? Uh, so the parties that I throw are like sexy dinner parties. Sexy dinner parties. Yes. Is it been... invite only? Or, it's or... invite only. Okay. And um, they're private parties. And um, it's kind of like an eyes wide shut kind of okay. a scenario where right. you get a mask. And oh, really? It's a sensory party. So okay. it attacks all of your senses and opens you up to possibility. And then if you feel really sexy, um, by the end of the night, you can have fun. 
Oh, so it's so it's, it's you you chill out first, and you like have some dinner. It's like a three hour, um, six course, it's like a getting very to know you. small icebreaker, getting where, to know so you. Where does this happen? But, um, it can happen in venues that I rent. It can happen in your home, anywhere you'd like. <laughs> I've done it mostly in people's homes. Really? Mm-hmm. I and, redecorate, and then I set up the dinner and the chef and the staff. Can people like uh, do you do this like professionally? So yes. you can like they they can get in touch with you, and, right? Oh, yep. how could they get in touch with you? We'll do this. We'll do this at the end again. But I think they right. want to know right the now. The company is Savvy Kink, okay. and um, they can contact me via email at o. O H Maya M A Y A Goddess G O D D E S S at gmail.com. I think you just broke the internet. <laughs> oh Maya Goddess.com. <laughs> Good wow. Oh and so uh how like is there a group of people that you pick? How does it how do you, they choose each other? Um so it's usually people who have people in mind and then if they need fillers, I'll invite invite or introduce them to people that I think are a good match. Um it depends. Sometimes it's swinger couples who are all married and all coupled off and interesting in swapping. Sometimes it's um polyamorous people who are in open relationships. Um oh, okay. and and like me ethically non-monogamous. So, um, non-monogamous, non-monogamous, what what's that mean? meaning not only with one person, but ethically meaning everyone knows. Okay. So it's not cheating. It's not cheating. It's everybody's on the same page. Yeah. Oh, I nice. Got you. Yeah. Jenny, it works. You're okay with you have this? to be a very open-minded person. <laughs> Are you okay person. with all this, Jenny? I don't understand. You have to be open-minded and you have to also, um, not have any jealousy. Yeah, that I would. I would be able. Jealousy is a hard thing to get past with people, and um, I also find that you know, if you have any issues in your relationship, swinging is not for you. It will crack that shit right open. Yeah, I just have issues. Uh, You're not a sharer. I, I'm not a. Sh- you know, you like sh- girls, no, and I you get, like I, more I, for you. Yeah, but I just, I you know. Yeah, I feel like I'm like Steve. I would not want to share my guy, but I'd probably be like, um, I'll. Play around a lot of time with can't. girls. Yeah, exactly. No, but you said that you're was, not that, allowed. Well, because there's that's a what fear I, of loss. That's what I told my ex. You know, I was like, "Look, I don't have to have sex with the other girl." She's like, "But I want you to." She's like, "It turns me on." I was it's like, "I uh, twist my arm." <laughs> ow, ow, ow. Okay, okay, uncle. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but you know, um, it, there was one time where she brought this chick home, and I was, I, I, they went in the room. And I was letting them have their fun, you know, get the whole ball rolling thing. And uh, I was outside, and I just happened to be watching, like, Tom and Jerry or something. <laughs> that cartoon. And she comes out of the room, and she's, like, naked. And the girl, I could, she's like, what the fuck are you doing? Are you watching Tom and Jerry while I'm getting my pussy eaten? She's like, why aren't you in the room? I was like, I was letting you guys have some fun. She goes, get the fuck in the room right now. I was like, okay. <laughs> okay. okay. I was trying to be nice. Yeah. Like, you know, she, she was a friend of yours. You guys used to, like, hook up. I'm like, I figured you guys could have some fun. And then when you're ready, she goes, no, we're ready we're now. Ready. Get in the fucking room. We wanted you to be ready, too. <laughs> so I, an- I, another time... Uh, I, I I don't need Viagra, you know. I just but someone gave me one, and I broke it in half. And she was like, "Oh, I'm coming home with blah blah blah." And I'm like, "You know what? I want I I know I can have no problem, but I wanna I want this to go on. So I I don't want it just to be one time. I want it to be like a couple hours because the other girl was like a lot of fun. I really liked her. So I took the Viagra, and it, we go at it, and we go at it for about twenty thirty minutes. And uh, okay, time out, time to take a break. So I go in the bathroom and whatever, and I come out, 
and they're both dressed and walking out the door. I go, oh, what are you doing? They're like, oh, she has to pick up her daughter, and I'm going to the gym. I was like, but wait, wait. I didn't I, come. I, I took a Viagra. No, I, I, no, I did. I I'm did, going blind. I, was like, I took a Viagra. Can't even see you guys. Yeah, and, and she was like, uh, they were like, they're like, oh no, that's sorry. What, that's what they're, we thought you were doing in the back. They, they they laughed the whole way out. They were like, bah, ha, ha, sucks for you. I was like, God damn it. See you later. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I'm gonna try to do, uh, just give me a second here because uh, I'm gonna tell my buddy because uh, my buddy has a really uh, just so funny. Uh, uh, he was a good friend of mine. His name is Chauncey Hayden, and he used to run a magazine called Stepping Out in uh, Jersey. It was kind of a big deal, uh, and. Yeah. He uh, did a lot of stuff on the Howard Stern show. He used to call in and be a guest and stuff. And we became, like, really, really close friends. And uh, he has this really amazing story, which is going to be, like, again, the hot and cold part of this whole show, <laughs> which I love because, you know what, it, it, that's the only part uh, my mother can listen to on this show. <laughs> 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 um, no, he uh, he had a daughter and daughter's mother. This is going to get weird. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, no, no. It ran, no, she ran off to Ireland, and he's never seen his daughter, and he's spent... He sold all his shit and moved to Ireland and fought in the court. And after she's like six years old now, and I don't, it's such an interesting story. Like he's six years old now and he's now her dad. You know, it's his first time he met his daughter and she's six. Wow. Is he, he's going to live there then? Yeah, and no, like, he's living there. He moved. He sold everything. He nice. moved So now there. he has half custody? Like yeah. Well, I, that, yeah. That's, these are Is the things sharing? that we, we have to ask him because it's such an amazing, yeah. wonderful story. Nice. I love Ireland. Yeah, I've never Great been. Place. You know, I'm, oh, I'm, I'm, I always I'm say I'm half Irish, half embarrassed. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, I grew up with the Irish part of my family. Not that my parents were ever separated, but um, I grew up in also in a really Italian neighborhood, Canarsie. Um, basically, Goodfellas happened right. underneath, like in my mm -hmm. backyard, literally. And um, I used to see these Italian fucking Guidos, and I used to be like, Mom, can we move? <laughs> like, uh, like, uh, these, like they were fucking such racist. They were all basically mobsters' kids, so they were entitled. They were, they had money. They thought who the fuck they were. Mm -hmm. They all drove around in Cadillacs with the fucking stupid horn hanging over in the rearview mirror. I hated them all. <laughs> They're like, yeah, we're moving to the campground. Yeah, I, I, I did. I wanted to. I wanted to. Like, I lived in a concrete jungle. There was no grass. Every house was attached. You know, and I, God bless my parents. They did whatever they could possibly do. They kept everything. You know, they, they were good people, and. That's what they could afford, and that's what they knew. But I was like, I want. I, we'd go to the, like someone else's house in Jersey, and I'm like, this is where we should be. Like <laughs> they have a backyard with grass, and the houses aren't attached, so you don't have to hear the people fighting next door. You were born in Brooklyn, yeah. And it was just so like, what? What am I doing here? And I, so I, I don't get me wrong. I love love Brooklyn, you know. But that's why I moved to Manhattan as soon as I possibly could. That's funny. I lived the exact opposite life. I grew up in North Jersey in the woods. Yeah. Three acres between every house and then moved to Brooklyn. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, you grew up in Connecticut, right, Jenny? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Connecticut. The rolling hills of farmland and, yeah, but that would, not uh, much you, out there. You enjoyed that, though, no? I love it. Yeah. I really do. I, I like I, it. Because I like being able to look out the window and not see another human soul for miles that is like amazing to me. Or I'm you like, wake oh, up and I there's a like deer that. in your backyard. Yeah. Oh, I hate that. And then that. you you, 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 being alone. you shoot it with a bow and arrow and you eat it. I oh, love going outside delicious. and seeing people. <laughs> I'm like no one around. Well, that's, that's why I, I, I that's why I'm pretty lucky. That's why I always like freak out in the, the winter because you know I I I've had that hard you know that hard life in Brooklyn. I mean, every summer of my life I spent upstate at a campground. So 
Because growing up in Brooklyn during the summer, there was nothing to do. There was no pools. Like maybe every once in a while, someone might turn the fire hydrant on. Right. You know, it was hot as balls. And you had nothing to do. So what we do? We fucking Sounds miserable. We, we, we'd rob people's houses and steal from the store. Like what? What? What kind of like treachery can we come up with today? Great place to raise children. Yeah, you know. <laughs> but, but, but these are the people I grew up with. Like yeah. everybody was a fucking criminal. <laughs> and, and I just was there. It was like. Uh, well, you don't come along with this, then don't hang out with us ever again. So I was like, all Connecticut's right. Connecticut's like Girl Scouts and cookies yeah, no, and yeah. riding horses. Brooklyn's like mafia. <laughs> I was Jewish, so they sent me to sleepaway camp up in the Berkshires. Okay, nice. so you were in like, yeah. <laughs> The Jews were like, get him out of the house. Oh, my God. I get left, her out. I, I left the day after school, and I came home the day before school. My parents were brilliant. Yeah. I mean, brilliant. they had summer off of what being kind of parents. Shit? So that's where you probably had all your firsts up there, no? Because I had, I had all my first up there. Yeah, a little bit, uh, a little bit here and there. So, uh, so, uh, so, at what point did you just start like being like, oh, I just want to fuck everybody? I always was. Were a you the campground being. girl? Were you the, no, were you the I girl? really wasn't, but I was the tease, definitely, and I was always uh, the most knowledgeable. I started reading Cosmopolitan at like five. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, these are interesting. And then the, you know, the Playboy letters. Okay. Um, I had to read penthouse. Playboy? Oh, come what? on. This, read. this words? Those <laughs> penthouse letters were hot as fuck. What are you talking about? Oh, no. I, I, I didn't read anything. <laughs> right? Did you ever read what was the one? What was the magazine no. that Pictures was really bad? Penthouse the, the, the letters? Magazine with, uh, the magazine with, um, uh, they did the movie about him. I can't think of his name. Come on. They shot him. Oh, uh, Larry Flint. Larry Flint. Flint. Yeah. What was the, the magazine? Hustler. 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 Okay. Yeah. yeah no, that was that was the one. Right. That one was uh, Penthouse. There was Playboy, and then Penthouse was kind of filthy, and then Hustler was like was scratch like, and sniff. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> well, seriously, they had a scratch and sniff. No, they did not. Yes, they did. They're like tuna flavored. <laughs> yeah. Oh. That's not the girl you want to hook up with. <laughs> Low tide. <laughs> so, Jenny, uh, you're a musician. Uh, Max, do we have her song queued up? I want to play her song. Wait, there's a little... So I wrote it okay. about, so it's about, I used to date this guy, and he, I just learned the term gaslighting. And he What's gaslighting? Gaslighting, I think, is when somebody tells you that you did something, right? Am I, I, and then they kind of try to make you believe that, you're, that you did something. Or it's like a mind manipulation tactic, I think. Right, I, I, okay. I, anyway, so he used to, I remember, I would like go out with my friends, and he would be like, oh, somebody saw you here and there. And it was really weird, because he actually used to make me question... My own reality. I'd be like, did I? Dude, was I there? Did I? Or like, wow. was I a dirty slut? Okay, yeah, was I dirty? Did I have five cocks in my mouth? I don't remember. Were there five dicks touching? Right? Uh, yeah. So anyway, so I wrote this song, and it kind of reminds me of like a, a '90s alternative. Song. Okay. But anyway, yeah. No, no. I, I, I want to play. Oh, and also, but the producer is Holmes Ives. He's, we actually did an album together, so this is one of the songs on the album. Except I added some guitars. My friend. Uh, Craig Weinberg, he's a great producer. He laid a guitar over top of it. So yeah, I'm losing my voice. Sorry, but yeah. anyway, yeah. So it's on my album. It's called Pandora, and it's on iTunes. And it's Jen Dawson, J E N D A W S O N. Why do you toy with me? Thank you. 
You know, wow. not only is that thank such a, an amazing song, Jenny, you know, well, thank you. That, that that is like, say in an R-rated movie, that hot, steamy exactly. song in the background oh, where people are do. just starting to fucking throw down. Oh, yeah. God. I'm thank thinking, you. Yeah, yeah, Sharon Stone moment. Yeah, when she's yeah. crossing her legs. <laughs> crossing her legs or something, right? <laughs> no, that, that is amazing. Yeah. But that you know voice. What? Don't and manipulate the, me, What you described <laughs> and the words to the song, that's just amazing. Yeah. Good for well, Jenny. Thank you. Jenny, thank you. Bravo. Jenny, Bravo. Boom. Hashtag grateful. Hashtag blessed. Yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. So uh, we're trying Hashtag to get Chauncey on the phone right now. Uh, we're, we're joined by uh, Miss Dawn. Hold on, Dawn. Say hello, Dawn. Hello. Dawn. Uh, Dawn, Dawn is a movie producer extraordinaire. She had a very big meeting today, but she wanted to come. She was supposed to be on originally from the beginning, but she just left the meeting just because she wanted to come and be here with us. Because you're that important. Yay! Yeah. Oh, Thank you for gracing that. us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't go that far. Yeah. So, uh, so uh, this is Maya. She's Hi. she's a swinger. She I'm a swinger, a sli- and I run Savvy Kink, which is a luxury um, lifestyle party business. So wow. I create um, extraordinary, sexy events for people in their oh, homes fun. or at venues. Yeah. But, but you and also, I go to a lot of them too. Yeah. yeah. So. So now, when you do that, are you a participant as well? I, I can be sometimes. Uh, it really depends on the crowd. Okay. But you just throw yourself in there. Well, yeah, sometimes, uh, and I like to kind of lead by example. So I'm not a shy, you know, wallflower type, um, as you example. can tell. Hmm. So I try to make everybody comfortable. So I lead by example, showing people. So how you throw easy down first, like, right, give me that. Yes, cock. I am the, oh. exactly the initiator. I'm always, I'm always the initiator. This is how you do it. Yeah. Sloppy. Oh. That's right. All of it. Sloppier. Sloppier. <laughs> make a mess for Christ's sake. Make a mess. Right. Stop being so. So. No. Is is there like a screening process as far as like yes like you have to get tested and shit like that well uh it's always with protection always with protection oh, I'm and, out. and the other interesting thing unless you know unless you guys know each other obviously couples who get yeah. to know each other and get tested so then what do they what if they freer. know each other what do they need but, you for uh, oh because well, they want the extra people that and also once they know each other then they can throw their own parties but i mean i create the atmosphere and i come up with the um the momentum of the party the whole point of the dinner party is as icebreakers and to start sensually getting to know each other and sensually getting to touch each other and then you can make the decision at the end of the dinner if you really want to move forward and play most of the time people absolutely do want to do that i I went to a place uh the one and only time i went to a place was called the vault yeah. It was in New York during the 90s and stuff. And I went with my buddy Lonnie from Scores and uh, one of the girls. 
that were that was a dancer there that I was friends with, oh, yeah. and um, I just remember walking in and. I wasn't with the girl. She was just, she was actually, I always had this problem with anybody from Scores. I was just their friend. I didn't know how to pull the trigger. I was really bad. Everybody asked me, you must have got laid from Scores. I was like, if I had two Scores girls and the whole time I was there, that, that was a lot. Like, I just. Meanwhile, they, those girls are there for money. business. They're there yeah, for they're money. There for they're money. not, they don't, they're not going to sleep so with you. It was like, I know, <laughs> I know exactly where. How many people are usually at these parties? These are people, um, usually I've done as little as, um, Six couples and um, as many as 12. Wow. Um, but, you know, like the party that I'm going to this weekend, there's over 250 people going. Oh, my God. That's oh going to smell like We're ash. taking over. A, <laughs> we're, it's a hotel takeover. Wow. So we're taking over an entire hotel in Pennsylvania. And doors? actually, yes, all the doors are open. And yeah, actually, the, open. the funny like thing is, is the that the hotel is already full. They went to a second hotel and that hotel just filled up today. I just got the email. There I, are no wow. tickets and no rooms left I guarantee at either you, hotel. I guarantee you if I went there, I wouldn't get laid. You wouldn't because you can't be with other dicks in the room. No. We don't yeah. want to shame, but like I just I'm, I'm You know that a, song Too I'm Many a, Dicks on the Dance Floor? Yeah. <laughs> you know that song? I'm on such a horrible dry spell right now that, that no one wants. I'm like the smelly uh, I'm like the smelly kid at school. Oh, uh, Daddy, I'll hook yeah. you up. Don't yeah. you worry. You okay with being it's called been, Daddy? I'm, I'm the, I'm, I don't think I've have I've gotten this long without sex since I was fucking fifteen. Oh my gosh! Yeah, it's that yeah bad. I get really cranky. I'm like three, four days. Look at, at the look most. at my face. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I get really cranky. <laughs> Go ahead, Jenny. Say what you got to say. Go ahead, Jenny. <laughs> yeah, I have to. I have to. Yeah. Okay. So me and girl, we're we're like good friends. So his roommate uh, is one of my best friends. So one time I slept over, and I wake up to porno blaring from Grillo's room and I'm like, I'm like what the hell I actually thought he was like banging the shit out of some girl in there so I'm like what's going on so I'm like laying in bed in the fetal position like oh, oh no so I, I get up to go to the bathroom and his door's wide open no one's in there. Tissues all over the ground. <laughs> Your laptop was on. It must have just like went on. I, I, it woke I, me up. It's like 9 a.m. And all I heard was. When it goes over Alexa in well, the whole the, house. Well, there, 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 so there's in. always tissues on the ground there's, there's in my room. Tissues all over the ground. and my, Because I have bad like, sinuses, okay? my panties oh, were sinuses. on the ground. My panties were on the ground in your room. My dog Wait. had. My dog had. <laughs> taken them because she's like to steal panties and socks and brought them into his room but me walking in oh sure oh, that, no I did not I would never do that you and know like, Steve taught the dog like, how to do that masturbating to my panties in his room no I don't you, no. know, you know Steve totally taught the oh. dog how to do that he was like yeah. go fetch panties go uh, bring yeah, back yeah, so I, okay, I like grabbed no. in his room turned it off shut it I didn't touch the napkin well at least so I wasn't I was there like, doing actually doing it <laughs> I have some discretion <laughs> Oh, so okay, so I guess Chauncey's gonna call on, but we're gonna end this filthy ass show with a, a really good high note. Uh, I hope. So, um, anyway, uh, yeah, I don't get me wrong. I'm not saying those tissues, but half those tissues are because I blow my nose a lot. Okay, sinus <laughs> issues. <laughs> not all. Not all. Liar. Not, not all of them were stuck to the floor. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but yeah, yeah, you're fucking. You know, it's funny how animals set you up like that because I, I, I'm not a like I don't need anybody's a girl's panties to get off. Okay, I would never steal Jenny's panties because she's my friend, and that's just fucking weird. <laughs> but, uh, but you know, I, I did. Uh, you know, I, and I, I don't wear any. Yeah. So. Oh, well, there you go. There go. I'm sorry, she stuck to the seat. <laughs> right. <laughs> so uh, this no, devil wears not. So um, <laughs> I, you, you know. 
these phrases. I love it. That's right. We're going to have a t-shirt business right? after this. Jenny. That's nada. nada. Coin that right now. Right. Yeah, talk Patent about pending. like, um, you know, animals throwing you underneath the bus. So, you know, I'm, my wife left me six years ago and, you know, we're still friends and shit like that. So I, I you know, but she's still oddly jealous. Mm-hmm. She she let me watch and she let me have sex with the girl as long as I'm in the room. But she's oddly jealous if she thinks I'm involved or I'm in love with somebody or I like somebody. So I was with this one girl and she had some like fantastically big boobs and she was very weird. She was like, you know, when I was with her, she's like, I want to take something home from you. I'm like, like what? She's like, I don't like a t-shirt or something. I went, no, you're not taking my fucking clothes home. Oh, Fuck you. God. So, but then what she did was she took one of her giant bras and she, you know, and my mm-hmm. my bed had like a drawer underneath, and she sticks it in the drawer underneath, like like she left her bra on mm-hmm. purpose. On purpose. Mm-hmm. Okay. So now I'm I'm in a, I'm in Los Angeles. I'm just about to get on the plane. My cat. Fucking, he used to pull open the drawer and he used to love to go in there and sleep. So she's she was watching the cutes feeding the cats for me while I'm on the road. So she comes in and itchy. It was my cats were itchy, itchy and scratchy. scratchy. Yeah. So <laughs> itchy pulls open the drawer and as he Maureen walks in the room, he takes the giant bra and flings it out of the drawer oh. to go in the drawer to sleep. So I call her. She calls me up. To, like I'm thinking she's telling me, "Oh, the cat's good. Everything's good." She's like, "I hope you like your big titted bitch." Uh-huh. Like, big titted. I was like. Itchy! The cat, <laughs> like, the cat is sleeping in your big titted bitch's bra. <laughs> you know, and she was just such a weird girl. And, you know, and, and, and I'm sure Maureen's going to wind up listening to this. And, she, you know, you know Yo, I love Grillo, you. Yo. you got a call. All right, all right, all right, we got the call. Now we're going to end this filthy show on a very positive oh, note. Uh, Chauncey, are you there? I'm here, I'm here. I'm so sorry. No, Chauncey, it's all right. Yeah, I just you would you know what if if you if you weren't in Ireland with your daughter, uh, you would be such a huge participant in the conversations that have been going on here. I got Maya; she's a swinger. Oh, oh. she's actually I got two, three beautiful oh, yeah, women, uh, three beautiful women in the studio with me, and uh, we've been talking about nothing about filthy, dirty, hor- horrible sex things, <laughs> and. Uh, <laughs> And now we want to talk about your kid and this yeah. lovely yeah. story yeah. about Ireland. Words, leave the speaker, That's leave our my segue. <laughs> What's that? In other words, leave my speaker off. Yeah, yeah don't turn your speaker on. <laughs> Tell everybody your daughter's name because she's absolutely beautiful. <laughs> uh, Poppy. Poppy. Aww, cute. Yeah. So, uh, so Chauncey yeah. goes back with me. For the, I, we've been friends since 1991. Uh, Chauncey used to have Stepping Out magazine. Now he has Metropolis Nights. Uh, we have so many yeah. interesting stories together. Uh, we could talk about Debbie Tay's bones. <laughs> oh, yeah. You, you know what's so I weird? Mean, we go back how many years? 20, 20 nine, something nine, years? 91, bro. How sad is we're so fucking old? Oh, my God. I don't like Jenny thinking about I it. We weren't even born yet. Yeah. I, yeah. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, if you could see the no, three know how you know, you know how you know, you know how you know you're getting old? Now, every time I watch a movie, I go to IMBD. And I look to see if they're dead yet, and and I'm look and I look up their bios and I say, oh my god, he died at sixty five. Oh my god, he died at sixty three. Yeah. And I start calculating my own age and thinking, this is I got like a year to live. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know what my favorite? Everybody was dying now? in their sixties. Considering like all this, so I'll be watching like a movie and I'll see some girl and I go, holy crap, she's hot. And then I go to IMDb and I find her name out. And then I go to Pornhub and then you can see all the naked scenes that she did. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, it's funny you say that. I, I just today, you, you, you remember the show Cheers. Of course. So uh, you remember Kelly from Cheers where Woody Howell Well, yeah, Kelly, song, Kelly, 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 Kelly song. So I actually looked her up today to see what she looks like. 
it's the most hideous, horrible thing. If you ever saw what she looks like, it, it's terrifying. But she was so adorable and terrifying what she looks like today. So uh, well, the one quick story that's famous for Chauncey and me, um, Howard Stern had a 1994 pay-per-view special. It was called uh, the Rotten Eve special, and it was basically uh, a beauty pageant for freaks. <laughs> so, uh, but there, there yeah. was there were several there were several beautiful girls there, but all these girls had to have this special talent, blah blah blah. So the girl that actually won it, her name was Debbie Tay. She was fucking gorgeous, and her thing was that she uh, she had been raped by aliens. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, and but she was gorgeous, and she actually, I became <laughs> that's very, like a kink oh, now. Oh, okay. Do you know that? Yeah. That's like a really weird kink now. They sell like dildos and I've things seen them. with alien the whole... eggs that like go yeah, in you. Oh, and... wow. oh, really? <laughs> uh, yeah, they're like alien dicks. Yeah, yeah. Debbie would get... come comes out. Oh, oh the I've fake. Seen... Debbie yeah. would have loved that. Yeah, where's so, Debbie now? So Chauncey <laughs> would have loved it. Chauncey <laughs> starts dating Debbie, and uh, they they had a now. Here's uh, one of those things that now. Uh, is this true or false? Did uh, De- De- Debbie wind up uh, ODing? It was a very sad story. She had a problem with heroin. She she, she did. Yeah, and now, she now, did on uh, heroin. Who gave her her last fix? Well, this this is the story, Pardon? the real story. So, so she was house sitting for I think the lead singer of Murphy's Law, the band, and to, not to make it. I want to keep it simple, but do you remember Jenny Shimizu, the Gap? model she was asian with a tattoo yes and in the 90s she was the face of gap like all the trains and subways all the print ads she's short were hair, right? yeah okay short, short right. hair yeah. yeah she and she was she was one of the original supermodels and, and um she had a crush on debbie well well angela jolie had a crush on jenny so what happened was they, they, they were all using. All of them were shooting up. So you're saying and Angelina got, Jolie. Did you just out? Angelina, yeah, Angelina Jolie. Jolie was shooting well, heroin with the Gap model and Debbie Tay. Because yeah. she'll kick your ass. Yeah, but Debbie, Debbie had gotten clean and uh, was off it. She was clean and, for a and, while. And, yeah, so I, I, actually took, I actually carried over my shoulder to a hospital in New Jersey and, and basically just dumped her on the emergency room floor and said, she's going to die. You got to help her. Oh and oh Debbie had gotten clean, but Angelina was made her first movie called Foxfire out in uh, Seattle. And they couldn't, where they were on the movie set, they couldn't score, but they had to because they were getting sick. So uh, Angelina uh, had Jenny send money to Debbie to go to their dealer to ship it to the set so they wouldn't get sick during the making of Foxfire. And Debbie told me about it. You know, we were talking on the phone and I said, I think this is a bad idea. Don't do this. Don't do this. You know, it's just going to end up bad. She goes, no, no, it's just a favor. It's a favor. And then, so the next day I called Debbie and a, a, a guy answers the phone named Sergeant Rodriguez. And I'm like, oh my God, this is her cell phone. This is weird. Yeah. I, I, I said, is Debbie there? And he goes, yeah, she's here. And I said, can I speak to her? And he goes, no, I don't think so. And I, I'm thinking, oh, my God, she got arrested. I knew this would go bad. I knew this was going to happen. And I said, is she in trouble? He said, well, you might want to say that because she's laying here dead. Oh, man. And, and I, I just fainted. I passed out. Yeah, like, so I you, called me, like, you called me like right after that. Oh, it was terrible. It was, the, it was so traumatic. It was so, so unbelievable. And then I get a call from Angie and Jolie saying it's all her fault. She's so sorry. She feels responsible. She's going to pay for the funeral. So and then I never heard never, from her especially again. Especially you. How did this never make the paper? 
It is. It's like Google it. It's all over really? the place. So, uh, yeah, yeah, so she, she fucking got her last fix. So, anyway, so here's the weird story. So, you know, that, her mother, uh, Debbie Tay, was by herself. She was like, she had no family. Uh, Chauncey and, say, just me were the, her only two people that maybe cared about her or anything like that. And so, Joe, Chauncey gets her cremated, and he calls me up. And the yeah. weirdest story was the fact that, you know, when you cremate, you should get, like, a, a bag of ashes. Yeah. Right. He goes, you Steve, have to buy he goes, extra for no, a container. He, no, he said, no, it, it was like... He goes, Steve, it's really weird. He goes, like, when you get someone cremated, is this supposed to be, like, bones? And I was like, what do you mean, like, bones? Like, chips? Maybe chips. He goes, chips. No, he's, chips, he, he goes, like he goes, sand. He goes no, like I sand. can clearly see a finger and a rib. <gasps> no yeah. way. <laughs> yeah. Where did oh he get Wait, Hold on a second, guys. Hold on. Was it on Groupon? Wait, so, yeah, it was a Groupon <laughs> cremation. Yeah, yeah. Was, we saved her ring no, finger I'm, for I'm sorry, I, have, I have my daughter calling me. Okay, no, go ahead. Talk to your daughter, man. Oh, I thought we were going to be talking go, go about ahead. So wait, but I said it was clearly, like, you called me and said there's clearly a finger and a rib. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, well, you know what it is? There's two kinds, what I learned, there's two kinds of cremations. There. No frills. That was yeah. the <laughs> Acme. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It, they they either you know when you see in the movies where they spread dust and everything in the air. Yeah, uh, that that's pulverizing. But then there's a, a cheaper version where they just kind of break you up into pieces. Oh my god! And I didn't know that. And that's what happened. Yeah. Where are those bones? In Jamaica, in the ocean. Oh, you like? Uh, okay. We ended up flying to Jamaica. Okay. And, and oh, uh, spreading nice them. You. But I did get to see the rib and the fingers. It was very distinct. Oh my god. Yeah. Oh, it was very odd. That, now I'm that, grateful that, I'm a Jew. Like, well, and we terrible. just get yeah. put into a pine box. Yeah. Some and leather it's around done. and wear it as a necklace. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you could have had a fucking Debbie Tay necklace, bro. <laughs> I know. I that was fucked up. It puts the lotion on its skin. When I look back, if I could have done. If I could have done that differently, I never would have done any of that stuff. But at the time, it was just, I don't know, it was a weird time, you know? Well, what they do now is they like, take the ashes and they make necklaces out of them. Yeah. My friend has a necklace oh, with I, a I friend of ours. I'm doing this yeah. like, I wish away. I never did that. I wish I never did. Brian, they can turn you into a diamond now. I'm thinking oh, that's all right, so really... Chauncey, yeah, well, Chauncey, let, let's get to the story of that uh, and this uh, this podcast, this aftershock podcast, on a, on a good note. What? what yeah. Let's so what happened? Like, so you you meet this girl and she gets pregnant. Start from there. Well, I, you know what? I can't say a lot because there's still things in court, and I'm not allowed to say a lot. Okay, but but I'll just say I, I'll say this. What I can say, you know, I came. I I, I can't say I. I I, I'm in a small apartment, so I can't okay. say much. But yeah, yeah, you, you didn't give up. You, you, you didn't you, give you, up you, because you I would do. Story, I would do what you but did. But I can't. I can't. What's that? I said you didn't give up. I would be the same way if I if I had a child with somebody, they wouldn't be able to get rid of me. Right, and I I, I could tell you more details if I could, but if you hear what I'm saying, it, 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 it's a small apartment. Yeah. No, no, but you, you, you didn't give up on your daughter. So you, 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 no. you, left, you left New York. You gave everything up that you had here. Yes. And you went to Ireland and you fought for your daughter. Yes, yes, yes. And, uh, and you, and sold, you, you sold won. Everything, so, sold everything. Sold everything. Yeah. Yeah. Because you had a boat. You had a, you had a pretty good lifestyle going on, man. You were, you had, uh, awesome. You're still associated with Tropolis Nights? Yeah, I still, I still run it from here. I still, it's, it's doing well. No, yep. it's, it's, it's a really awesome publication. Where can people find that? 
It's, it's in all the bars in New Jersey, but, but you can see it online if you go to metnights.com, M-E-T-Nights, N-I-G-H-T-S.com. You can read it and see all the articles. We had a great interview with Bono this month from you two. It, it, it's it, Bono, bro. Bono is what you got in your say. pants. <laughs> <laughs> if you were listening to the show. That's my accent. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, you, have, you, George, I'm going to send you pictures of these girls. You're going to fucking flip. We want to know send about me, the anal me, probing yeah. for well, uh, yeah, we're talking about the anal, alien probing. <laughs> anal alien probing. <laughs> yeah. Guys, you don't know how bad I wish I could participate well you would be a great you would be a great participant in the conversations we had today but I, I'm just I'd rather I'd rather you not be because you have that amazing daughter right you're, you're killing me right now you're <laughs> killing me so so now so now you after six years uh, she, she's how old again six yes so after six years of she's had a full of uh, six years uh, you've the first time you actually got to meet her was when uh, eighteen months ago. Eighteen months ago. So the first time you see your you see your daughter, she was five, and she'd yeah. never seen you before. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. what what would what the heck is that like? You must have like, I would I would break cry. down crying like a, like a Tears. baby. You cry. And, you, you cry. You cry. And yeah, what, you what, just what, cry. It's so emotional. It's so emotional. You, you can't even believe it. But you know what? You lucked out because five is like the best age. So you like missed out on all the like the weird that. yellow Shitty diapers diaper. and like being puked yeah. on and all that stuff. Although, you got like her at the perfect age. Yeah, but this age has its challenges as well. Trust me. Oh, I know. I'm a mom. <laughs> <Yeah>. Trust me. <laughs> She's a mom and a swinger. Yeah, I'm a little <laughs> and a CEO and uh, oh my god, I'm a Jane yeah. of all trades. She, she she throws these crazy swing parties like you know like it's dinner and sex, guaranteed oh sex. That's right. You don't I, even have to me, order the lobster. Me, you're making me a little homesick right now. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, are you gonna wind up bringing her back over here? Is that something that can happen? A uh, trip to New York, maybe? Uh, uh, yeah. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Yes. So yeah, absolutely. A, a, after you fought all that hard fight. Uh, and now, uh, do you have like? Uh, is it what's the custody situation? I, I uh, we shared, shared. But it's it's better than what it was, where you got to see her oh, once oh, with yeah. like oh, you know. Oh my god! It's it's a new. I have it's a new everything. It's unbelievable. I have nothing. I'm so happy. It's unbelievable. How, how yeah. is she warming I'm, up I'm, to you, being like dad? You know, does she like call you dad? Is she? Yes, yes, yes. All those things. I, I listen. I won the lottery. I I I'm in heaven. There's there's not one thing I can say that I is negative. My yeah. life. I'm blessed. I'm happy. I, I'm over the moon. But you're in I'm Monaghan. Guy in the <laughs> but you're stuck in Monaghan. <laughs> well, yeah. But you know what? It's not so bad. I mean, <laughs> you have to come one of these days. You got to get on a plane. No, and come here. I, I, yo, Ireland has been on my bucket list for so long. Every time I go to there, I you know, if I save up enough money, uh, something happens. So, uh, but it's you know. The way this, the way my sponsors keep coming in, I should be out there sometime soon. But you know, it's Norwegian, funny because Norwegian but, Airlines, Steve, Norwegian Airlines from Newburgh, New York, a hundred and eighty dollars. Yeah, I, I know, I know, I know, Chauncey, I know. It's just if I had that kind of spare money, I would be there. But you know, it's funny because you know, I, I everybody in Monaghan knows everybody in Monaghan, and they all talk shit about everybody. Everybody talks shit about everybody in Monaghan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yes, yes, somebody that I know that knows somebody from Monaghan 
calls me up and goes, do you know this guy, Chauncey? <laughs> <laughs> I swear to God. No way. <laughs> yeah, because he's the guy that's fighting for his daughter. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. yeah. how do you know? Because every, I, I, my, my friend's father's from, uh, he's from, uh, whatchamacallit, uh, um, oh, I can't think of it right now. He's, uh, he's because I marched with uh, them during the, the St. Pat's Parade. Um, mm-hmm. I can't think of it. It's going to come to me in a second. But he goes, "Oh, fucking Monahan! Everybody from fucking Monahan. It's all they do is fucking talk, talk, talk." <laughs> like, <laughs> they do, they yeah. do. It's, it's, it's unbelievable. Ke- yeah, it's from Kerry. It, it really is. Well, then they meet you, but and they're any, like, "Oh, you're from here, New York." You work for the National Enquirer. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So everybody, uh, everybody knows your business at Monahan, no matter what you do. <laughs> everybody. Yeah. Everybody. Yeah. But, but everybody was pulling for you, though. No. I would say ninety-nine percent. Yeah. Yeah, so everybody Almost had, everybody. and everybody must be happy when they see you with your daughter. Stand, cheers, clapping, standing over, like the end really? of a movie. Like, it, it, yeah, that it's that kind of reaction. Yeah. So yeah, and and you yeah. you could bring your daughter to the pub day. That's like every day, right? Like they don't mind the kids yeah. sitting at the bar. You know? <laughs> well, I have, yeah, I haven't gone down that road, but I could. I mean, I can do anything I want. Yeah. You know, tomorrow we're going swimming. Like we can do anything. That's so that's so <laughs> amazing. I, I like it, it. Really warmed my heart. He's like, I go to call him the other night, and he's like, "Sorry, I can't talk. I got my hands full." And his daughter was asleep on uh, his chest, and it was uh, like such an endearing picture. Tell me that wouldn't make you cry. It made oh, me yeah. Cry. No, I definitely teared up, man. It was like, it's just to have that. I, like, my, my cat gets on my chest and I get, like, teary-eyed. Like, imagine my fucking daughter. <laughs> and I, I, actually, I actually have that going on right now. I, I actually have to run because I have a little one downstairs waiting for her unicorn hot water bottle. <laughs> and I have to bring it while we watch Dr. Zeus. Nice. We have a very big night plan. Not yeah. as exciting as your night, but... Yeah, pretty exciting. No, I. You know what? I, I, I would. I would trade that. Uh, what I'm gonna do tonight for that any day of the week. <laughs> you know what? I would have to agree. It, it's a high, like you can't believe. Well, I'm happy. I'm so happy for you, Chauncey. Uh, thank you. Go ahead, plug Metropolis Nights again. Uh, met metnights dot com n i g h t s metnights m e t and. Uh, Check it out. You can read every page in the magazine. You can read great articles. It's 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 doing great. And, and it, you know what? It it keeps me sustained here. It's my, how I make my living, even from over here. It's awesome, and I, I'm I'm blessed to have it. I'm, yeah. I, I mean, I'm so blessed. I don't know what I did right in my life. I must have done something. You, for sure, for sure, you're, you're a good human being, Chauncey. That's why life pays oh, you well, back. I appreciate it. You went through a hard oh, time, and, and now but you know what. I, don't, I have a feeling tonight I'm going to wish I was you. <laughs> <laughs> no, you won't. Trust me. <laughs> so, All right, guys. Well, I, I, I love you guys. I wish I could be there. And uh, now I'm going to fill hot water into a unicorn uh, water bottle and uh, watch the Grinch. Nice. Go, Dad, a, go. Give, give her a hug for me, please. <laughs> Chauncey Hayden, everybody. I oh, love you guys. I love you, too. All right, everybody. Uh, that was a great way to end a fucking the filthiest show I've ever done. <laughs> Thanks to Jenny, Boom, and Maya. Dawn, you're lucky you weren't here for the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> it was cringeworthy. You know, well, you know, Jenny and Maya, one person, but you're you're like a you're like a Southern Belle, so I would never like yeah. It's it's totally uh, it's totally you know it's yeah I, I you, you're a uh, you're dignified. 
to me. So I'm glad you weren't part of like the filthy part. I'm glad you think that. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, before we get everybody's plugs in, I have to talk about the wonderful people that sponsor this show. Uh, I'm so blessed to have these people that believe in Aftershock XL that they would actually come on here and pay to be a sponsor. Uh, my first, I told you, said in the beginning of the show, uh, Bright Shot is going to be giving away hats and T-shirts. Okay. But first, before I tell you about how you get a hat and shirt from Brightshot, uh, it's the leading LED light company in the movie and film industry. It is the coolest thing ever. If you're filming something, anything, and you need a professional light, the Brightshot light is only 3.8 amps. It goes any color and any color temperature. It got built-in special effects like police and fire trucks. All those special effects that they make on TV that you see in the background are usually Brightshot, and they're really hard to make, and Brightshot makes it so easy to do. Like, like you, when you make a police light, you used, to, you used to have like the thing that goes on top of the police car. Brightshot can do that. Fire, if you want a fire effect, if someone's sitting at a campfire or someone's in another room and the fire is going on and it's reflecting off someone's face, you know what they used to use for that? Real fucking fire. It's a goddamn hazard. But Bright Shot Lights can do that in just one unit, okay? They have a TV effect. If you're in another room and someone's watching TV, it's really hard to read... Duplicate that kind of effect. Bright Shot can do that. And it's only 3.8 amps and it's got no heat. I started with this company because I was a stand-in on The Sopranos and I hated the heat from the lights. And it used to give me a headache. And when I saw this light and it had no heat and it did the same thing, I knew this light was a winner. If you want a light for your TV or film show, Bright Shot is the way to go. They have an all tungsten light that's as bright as uh, daylight. They have a bicolor light that can also do uh, the same effect. It just re- it, it's it's a Swiss Army of knives. Uh, it's a Swiss Army of lights, and you can really, you know, make your fucking production a lot easier with Bright Shot. So if you go to brightshot.com and you email them and say Steve Grillo said, "Give me a fucking T-shirt," they will send you a T-shirt and a hat. Give me a fucking t-shirt. Give me a fucking t-shirt. Give me a fucking hat. T-shirt, bright shot. Noah. Hashtag. Okay. So uh, (laughs) if you email Noah at bright shot and you say Steve Grillo said to give me a shirt, you will get a shirt. And it is tax season, people. Everybody, it's time to get your taxes done. Okay, April 15th is coming up really fast. And if you're going to get your taxes done, you want to go to F-Sharp Tax Management. Because I'm telling you, Richard Prinzi is the best accountant I've ever used in my entire life. I went to other people for years, and when he saw my taxes, he was appalled by what these people did to my taxes. You can go to like H&R Block and you think you're getting the best tax results. You're not, because you're not with F-Sharp Tax Management, okay? If you want to go there, you want to get a, uh, the best possible bang for your buck with your taxes, you want to go to Richard at Prinzi.com, and that's P-R-I-N-Z-I.com, with F-Sharp Tax Management. They are amazing. Trust me, they saved my life. This Vorsteiner beer, their Pilsner, is through the roof. It really is. Uh, I know. I like. I, they delish. They converted me from vodka to beer again. I, I was a beer guy, a drinker, and I got tired of beer. It's just so lame. Uh, I switched to vodka because I'm a raging alcoholic. But <laughs> now I, I literally I crave the the Vorsteiner Pilsner. It's amazing. Um, we're going to have some giveaways with them. We haven't worked that out. And there's the DCL firm. It's a, it is a, a lawyer. They are lawyers that will go out, and if you have anybody that owes you money, they will go out and get it. They will bang down doors. They have so many different things that they can do for you in your life. If you need a lawyer, 
the DCL firm is going to be a pit bull and they're going to help you out. They, uh, you can go to dcltestimonials.com and you can find out exactly all the people that have uh, got their shit done and all the things that they've done. You can hear and, and read the stories. So the DCL firm.com and uh, go to DCL testimonials. And, and James, uh, they were supposed to what? Oh, go pro media, the place where we're at right now. Pro Media, thanks for having us. Yeah. yeah. It's a great location. They're such it a is. great, this is a nice place. Great place to do a podcast. They're gonna have cameras up here soon. You're gonna be able to watch my ugly face on TV. And but you'd be even better, you'd be able to see Jenny and Maya and Dawn and uh, how lucky I am to have these three in the studio and how beautiful they are. Um, so uh, Pro Media and of course one thanks to uh, mongermusic.com and my world for providing all the musical content. So now, ladies, that's got that out of the way. It's time to plug your stuff. Go ahead. So I'm Maya, and um, the company is Savvy Kink. And if you want to talk to me about any type of parties, you can email me at O-H-M-A-Y-A-G-O-D-D-E-S-S at gmail.com. So it's Goddess at gmail.com. Is there a Twitter or a Facebook account? Hashtag Savvy Kink. S-A-V-V-Y-K-I-N-K. Jenny Boom. I have uh, my album on iTunes. It's uh, Jen Dawson, and the album is called Pandora. Uh, do, can you find it on Pandora? Uh, no, <laughs> not yet. Not yet. <laughs> no, no, not yet. <laughs> okay, and is there uh, any type of uh, well, uh, Twitter? My Instagram. I have some comedy stuff on there, and there's a link to my um, my house music page, which is a different artist. So page. That's, that's Jenny Boom on Instagram? Jenny Boom, J-E-N-N-Y-B. Three O's and an M. All right, Dawn. Oh, you want to promote? Dawn, you want to say something? Uh, I can promote Blazing Seven Productions. There you go. I have quite a few things coming up, uh, working with some great people, and I'm looking forward to some uh, new feature films and possibly TV shows coming out. Chalk TV is going to be rolling out a good Good show, um, which is going to be recognized in Powerful Women. Oh, we love Powerful Women. Well, we got women. three Powerful Women in the studio. That's right. We uh, well, I'm Steve Grillo. You can find me on Twitter at Steve, uh, Steve Gorilla. Or uh, what's the other one? I have two. I have two. I, I, my, my Twitter accounts are all fucked up. So uh, you can find me, Steve Gorilla. And um, the other one is, you think I should know my Twitter accounts, right? Um, and the other one is... Um, it's uh, Steve Gorilla seventy two. So I had to switch back. I, I had a big account, Steve Gorilla, and then I it, I it got hacked, and then I started Steve Gorilla seventy two, and now that's unhacked. So I got them both going at the same time. I would love uh, your tweets. I will always follow somebody that uh, reaches out to me. Um, um, uh, Grillo Vader at Instagram and Steve Grillo on Facebook. Thank you so much, everybody. Thank you. Fucking filthy show that ended with a very positive note. Happy Friday. Way to go out. Happy Friday, everybody. And you're probably going to be hearing this on Monday. But thank you so much for listening. I appreciate it. Peace out, everybody.